Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rayo Sunny Podcast. I'm your host, Seti. Joining me uh, is Rompas. Rompas, we have a... I didn't expect for us... Well, I kind of did, especially when you see how the Club World Cup went. But, you know, uh, when we talked a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, about Javier Aguirre's future, I mean, it was a mixed, mixed, it was a mixed bag because there was a talk about, you know, maybe the club doesn't want to pay him, you know, the... the you know, the money they're going to have to owe him on his contract. Um, you know, like, you, you, there's like a lot of things that made me kind of realize, like, maybe they are going to hold on to him for the entire season and go down with this ship. But they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they fired him after the loss to San Luis. Um, I mean, he had to go because the crowd, like, I, I, I was watching it on ESPN Deportes and never, like, relaying the chance. They were. You know, the, the, that guy was public enemy number one. And, and and let's make it clear, he's not the only one that needs to go. And we'll talk about this as we go along in this podcast. He, this is like, and I hate to like go to the extreme, but this is like having cancer and just uh, cutting off, you know, uh, just take removing the lump and not like going to chemotherapy and, and going like, I hate to go to the extreme, but this is what I'm it not- feels like. You know, it's like, just, hey, let's just take out the lump. No, you have to go to chemotherapy to, you know, make sure the lump doesn't grow back. So, but, you know, he obviously he, he had to go, but he's not the only one. But I want to get your thoughts. Uh, first, on, on when you learned the news, what was your initial reaction? What was your thoughts on, on that loss to San Luis where, you know, the crowd was pretty much chanting him to leave? And then, you know, we'll get into, you know, just summarizing his time in, in Monterrey, which was about a year and some time, some months and. You know, there's a lot of things to go into there, but just give me your initial thoughts on his firing. Well, first, um, the, the, you mentioned that uh, you watched it uh, in, uh, through ESPN Deportes and, and you were able to hear the, the chants or whatnot. Well, over here, uh, people who, because I, I, I actually went to the game, but people who, who was... Uh, watching the game on Fox Sports, uh, Fox did exactly the opposite. You couldn't hear the the chants at all, at all. At so, the, so, so let me get, so, so they, so they were just like, not even, did they, uh, uh, for, for, I'm in the US, you're in Mexico, I, I got it through ESPN Deportes, the commentators were even relaying like, okay, because sometimes you can hear something, but you just don't understand what they're saying. They're even saying, um, I think it was El Vasco ya se va, something like that. If I'm at the top of my head, uh, they were even relying that, like, they were like, oh, "Okay, this is what the crowd, you know, so whoever you know they have on the ground, this is what they're saying to him." So like, I don't even was he, was Fox in Mexico just like not even like not even acknowledging that, or or how was it over there? At all, at all. It was like uh, the the. It was kind of like if you mess with the. With the audio that's right there on the field, on the pitch, you know that they have microphones on on each corner and uh, on the midfield of the pitch. It's it's kind of like if they were like not muted, but it, it, it didn't basically you, you didn't hear anything. Like you only hear really far away something, but it wasn't clear and and I. I point this out because in every other game you hear the, the people chanting Dale Rayados or whatever it is. Um, you hear it clear, especially, obviously, if you know Spanish, you 
and, and obviously when you went to the to to La Barra years, you know the, the chance, right? So that one caught me off guard and I didn't well I, who can I say this to? <laughs> but now that you mentioned it that in US it was different, it, it kinda makes me wonder because I mean, it's obviously the the, the broadcaster uh, here. They don't want to show that. I mean, this is just a matter of of uh, pointing the obvious, right? It's uh, sponsors or whatnot. But the thing is that it was too obvious. It was really loud. The Yaseba, Yaseba, it was really loud. It was kind of like when you're up winning for like three nil. And uh, you start chanting the Dale Rayado. You hear all stadium, mm. and it's it's uh it's outstanding. Well, that was happening with that chant, so it's really weird <laughs> that it, it it didn't register in, in, in here in, in Mexico. So that's one. I the think you gotta talk to some. I, I would like to talk like to a television executive over there. Like, cause I'm like, you know, that's up for Fox Sports, you know, and then talk to someone here that does Fox, like, just to see what's the difference, like, what's like the difference, like, what? cause there, there's, there's not, like, the camera, the ang- camera angles are are the same, but like you, mm-hmm. like, like for example, like when there's a replay, like we, like, for 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 in the U.S., like it, it it's never like, like when I see the ones in Mexico, like you can see like the. The wing stop, like it covers up the goal, <laughs> and I see people screen cap that, and it's like, okay, we get that, but it's like it's never like the timing isn't like that bad, like you know, like yeah, it, it takes up like a good a little portion of the screen, but like it's not like the graphic is not going like where it's like okay, it, it just covers the replay. I just didn't see, you know, but I, I would really like to talk to somebody about that. But but go ahead, talk talk to me about when when. Uh, first, did you feel like he was gonna get fired after the game? And then when when the news came, like maybe a day day later, because even he sounded confident, like he wasn't gonna get fired, like you know by his post game comments. And even you had some reporters saying, uh, you know, he wasn't gonna get fired or whatever. Same like like we were saying, like you know he he has a, a hefty claw. You know, pay, the team would have to pay him a lot of money to 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 make him leave. You know, he he. he, he Credit to whoever oh, is his agent, you know, credit to whoever is his agent, you know, he can go to Cancun right now, he can go to Puerto Vallarta, just sit on the bench, and he's getting paid, you know, like, you know, he, he negotiated that, but, like, what was your initial reaction when when the, that game was over, and then when, when the news finally came down on, on him being fired? First, I think that nobody thought that uh, we were going to lose against San Luis. I think that's the first thing. So, it was really a shock for almost everybody uh, because we were thinking like we all were like uh, adjusting to the idea that he was going to be here at least another week because he was going to win again in San Luis so that would that would calm people down but then he especially how you lost that game you did it basically well playing like shit just like that so that happens and the first thing that came to my, my mind was that, that he should get fired but then when you start especially in, on twitter start seeing who they wanted we're gonna get to that but who who the the candidates were and i was like fuck let's just 
keep a gear for another channel. The options were because, well, all right, so then it happens. They fire him. Just to be clear, money wasn't an issue. Uh-huh. Money ne- was never an issue when it comes to firing a year. Because, again, we have said this in the past. FEMSA, the company behind uh, Rayados, just for people who's listening that doesn't know, basically, uh, well, all throughout Latin America and part of Europe and part of Asia, every Coca-Cola that you drink is made here. So imagine the amount of money we're talking about. And that's, that's, I didn't get why, especially the reporters who do this for a living. Yeah, yeah, because that's where I'm getting all like, that was all my, like, everybody was saying, like, Oh, if he gets fired, then Monterrey will have to pay him this amount for him to leave, you know, because it's in his contract. You know, like they had like a window to fire him. And if they didn't, the window passed and now they have to pay him this amount, you know, for him to leave. Because that's what's being reported, you know. Just just so people know, the number that that, that they were throwing is not even close to what it really is. They were saying, everybody was saying, I think I saw a guy say $20 million. I mean, bro, they're just stupid that they're not that stupid, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's not that I got the number. I'm not going to say it because, you know, it's kind of like, it it was, it's kind of like a secret, so to speak, that that, that I had this information. So I'm not going to say how much it was, but it's not even close, bro. Like it, they, they just overreacted. But the thing is that even if it was twenty million, twenty million for fans is it's like it's just a hair on, on a cat, bro. It's nothing. It's just nothing. So that wasn't an issue. The issue was that the 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 behind the scenes, what people don't know, is that the pressure that the people was uh putting the, the team through, especially, especially, and I want to be really clear about this, especially mentioning Gonzalez Ornelas was the perfect uh, timing for them to cover him mm-hmm. by firing Aguirre and bringing... Yeah, because if, if not, not if I, I think I saw it on the broadcast and then there was... There was screen caps whatever photos showing on twitter like you had like the hat the the, the the you know the photoshop heads of davino aguirre and ornelas and you had like the hashtag fuera i think it is or you know over their eyes whatever like you saw like multiple like you know banners of that you know just going through the crowd like it was just like you know it was like a like a regular flag uh monterey flag that, that's just you know go you know that they're swinging around so you saw that like I'm pretty sure they, you know, they're not gonna, not gonna be too happy with that either. And then you know you see people putting up pictures of of Carlos Vela where he's just like, you know, like ah, you know, he doesn't look like it bothers him or whatever, or whatever. But but yeah. No, it is it is um, it's just that people are here uh, 
I, I really think we still don't get how much of an influence, especially Twitter, is on 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 your everyday life when it comes to to this type of situations. Obviously, I'm not saying that Twitter is gonna save you if you are choking, but for instance, if you're looking for a job, it's easier if you tweet it out and you have somebody retweet it, and then you're gonna get an offer. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. But it is it is uh, something that we haven't grasped yet. So the pressure that people was, well, we were uh, putting the team through, especially those guys, was definitely why the decision was made beforehand. Because they were thinking about keeping Aguirre at least for the end of the tournament. Because not because of the money, just because people will say in other ways. So they always love to do that. So what happens is that they, uh, Aguirre, well, Rayados lost against San Luis, and that really caught everybody off guard. So it was the perfect, like the momentum, it was perfect for a decision to be made that looks like you're trying to help. And I'm gonna go back to what you said at the beginning. I don't I don't want to touch on the on the on, on the example that you gave. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> that's the extreme. That's the extreme. Yeah, but, but I, I'm gonna use my favorite analogy, which is the car, right? Yeah. So we have a car that the engine is not working, and once again, we're fucking buying tires because just <laughs> Just let's find we got a new paint job. We got a new paint job. <laughs> the car can't go. The car can't, you know, like, you know, when people get a car and they say, oh, I, if I leave the city, you know, it's, I don't think I'm going to come back, you know. But instead <laughs> of fixing what's, the, you know, for, for, for the car to, like, be able to go to another city at a good distance, no, the, what mm -hmm. they did is, let's get a new paint job. You know, let's paint it black. You know, let's, exactly. let's add some racing, you know, stripes or some flames to it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically what this guy and it is funny because it's true bro so it's something that we have been saying at least for a year and a half at least in this podcast at least because it's something that it's just I don't know who who's who's that guy well because Davino it is kind of like he's kind of well, he doesn't have experience I'm not going to insult anybody in this podcast so he he doesn't have the experience, so I'm thinking he's he's not making the decisions, right? So that's even worse because you, you're supposed to. But then if you if you have a guy like Carlos Vela who the only merit that he has is to know English, I mean at least three quarters of our city knows how to speak English on a proper manner, at least. So that shouldn't be a merit. But that's what happens when you have guys like that that they don't know how to fix something because they don't know where where the the, the damage is and and uh it, it's it's just gonna keep on happening so it is what it is i, I mean it was a, a, a i mean i guess it was good to let a gear go but as i i put it out you're just taking this path because you know that it's the easier way to go yeah it's just easier to fire the manager 
them to actually realizing that the decision making is exactly why you're in this problem, why you have all these situations going. Because people, I mean, I get that maybe 10, 15 uh, persons say one thing and well, it might be that little group of, of, of people, but when everybody's saying it, it's that obvious, bro. I mean, mm -hmm. but what well, it is what it is. Aguirre is gone. Uh, the only thing that I would uh, kind of like mm, rescue, so to speak, is just obviously the CCL because he, mm -hmm. he won that. So at least he wasn't like just he didn't win anything. All right. We we did a horrible job on the World Cup, but on the club World Cup, but at least we got another CCL. All right, perfect. Thank you. But that's it. I mean, that's it. Yeah, no, it's, no it's, hard feelings. Like I no tweeted, thing, like but. I tweeted out. There's only two things. I like I can count them on one hand that he did right. Win the CCL, even though it was America, mostly you know there was their blunder, you know that led to the Funes Morigo, and then you had him finally. Putting Maxima at one spot and letting him thrive, yeah. uh, and that's it. That, that's pretty much it. You know, he he he. The off like, and I'll be honest. Like, you go back and look at some of like the YouTube clips of like 2015, 2016 of that Monterrey team being able to just like score at will, and then you come back and look at this team, and it's just hard to watch. Like, I'll 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 go I'll watch them. I mean, I've watched bad teams that I support, but you know, when when you're investing this amount of money and it's like. We can't even score one goal, or it's like if if the other team scores one goal, we are either gonna lose or we're gonna draw. Like nobody, like you know, in, in his era, he was never never able to come back from from you know from a deficit, you know, and that's what happens. And I don't want to go too long because I want to talk about what's next, but that's what happens when you get a manager that is only accustomed to coaching teams who are at the bottom of the table trying to survive, like. Technical issues. Um, if you're listening to this, you'll probably know, you know. But let's get back to what we're saying. Like, I was never a fan of his, but like, I'm not a type of fan that will root against his club or, or team that he roots for only to, for me to be right. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not, not that self-centered asshole. You know, like, you know, like that's, that's mm -hmm. just it just makes you self-centered. But uh, you know, like, it just wasn't a fit. Like, this team cannot score goals. It struggled to like. Like I said, you go look back at the Monterrey teams of, of Mohamed from 2015, 2016, or whatever you want to say, you know, and you go, you know, they are able to, like, beat up on you, especially, like, the lower table teams, you know, they'll put up four goals, three, four goals, and then you go back to this team, and it's like, man, they like, even against the bad teams, like, it was just a hassle, like, maybe one goal, or maybe they'll make a mistake and we can score, but, like, to not be able to come back from a deficit to know that either we're going to tie or we're going to lose, like, that's, and especially at the, you know, like, it, you know, if you're if you're a lower table team with no money, you know, like, you know, you you're, you can't, you know, beggars can't be choosers on that part. But when you're spending a crazy amount of money mm -hmm. that Monterrey is doing, like, yeah, we should win with some style. You know, we were investing a lot of money that we should win with the, some style. You know, like we're in a Caxa. Okay, fine. I'll give me a one nothing ugly loss. Like, give me the three points. You know. Um, but like you know, it, it is what it is with him. Like like I said, it, 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 there's two things we can give him credit to: winning the CCL, and um, you know, finding Maximessa his right spot. But um, you know, it it just feels like another it feels like another year wasted. You know, like yeah. But yeah, yeah. Let, 
Go ahead. Anything last things you want to say on either? Anything else you want to add before we switch over to the future or not to the future, but what's next? Well, for for him, for him, I think that he's already entangled on on either America or Chivas. I really, really think that he's. We haven't seen all of Aguirre uh, in Mexico yet. I think that a team like that, like America or Chivas, is going to be stupid enough to hire him. So I, I really think that we're going to see him at least for another couple of years here. Um, I wish him the best, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when you when you can sum up an, an entire year for only two things, I mean, it's just that year didn't win at all. Great. I mean, yeah, the 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 weirdest part was that you could actually see Monterey play at a top level, but only I can remember those games against Cruz Azul, Conca Champions, then against Cruz Azul, repechaje, then Necaxa. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, before the Cobo Cup. And that's it. Like three. Like that's sad. Like it's sad. Like especially when you waste like eighty, what eighty seven, ninety million bucks on your squad, and you can count like, oh yeah, the, the only the games that were like we looked dominant is on one hand, you know, uh, out of a year and what a year and some months performance, and it's just like it's 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 uh it's sad. And I think Monterrey is tied or at the bottom they're one of the bottom two teams um in terms of uh goal scored they've only scored six goals and like four like three or four of them came in one game you know so it's like damn it's it's, it's really bad you know um and then we're set we're you know if it wasn't for america's goal different or you know goal differential like you know we would be at the bottom of the of, of the of the table you know and it's let, let, so let's let's move on uh they fire uh javier Aguirre. they bring in a familiar face victor manuel busitich um you know, first, first, you know, go around with the club was really successful. Uh, now they're trying to recreate that magic. Um, you've been skeptical. I've seen you on Twitter. You've been skeptical. Uh, even go, clashing with some people. Um, I was okay with it if it was an interim job. Like, hey, just get us to the end of the season because right now it just feels like a lost season. Like, if if it wasn't for the league being mediocre and saying twelve teams can get into this, you know, Liga. We wouldn't even be in there. Like I would, I would. Nothing gives me confidence that they would be in the top eight, you know. But um, yeah. so they make the change. They're trying to recreate some magic here. You've been skeptical, um, you know. Like I said, I, I I would have been okay with it if it was interim, and then they can fire everybody else at the top and clean house and go from there. Um, but well, you know, it's reported. Like I don't. Like I think the only person I've seen say this is Diego. Diego Armando Medina from Tudene, and he's kind of skeptical with his information. Um, I'm just saying the truth. Like, you know, if you go to last transfer window, you'll know why. But, um, you know, he said he it's two-year deal. It's a two-year deal. Uh, supposedly, he's going to be evaluated, like, after every tournament, which yeah. it kind of, like, ugh, like, the people who shouldn't be handing out long-term deals, the three guys, I don't know why they're handing out long-term deals like i mean i i don't think he's gonna be making that much money and if you do bring in somebody else maybe you can work your way out or maybe he can go to an advisor role or whatever but what are your thoughts on on the hiring suppose it, it looks long term i don't know the, i don't have the contract in front of me like i don't see how if they can get out of it really quickly or 
if it's another, you know, I give it an issue, but what, 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 what's your thoughts on the hiring? What's your thoughts on him getting a two-year deal reportedly? You know, what, what, what do you have to say on all that stuff? Uh, first, it is a two-year deal. I don't have the confirmation. Uh, it is going to be, let's say, re- revised every six months, depending on, the, on how he did in that particular tournament. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm going to point out two things. One, one, we said it at the beginning of this podcast, which is the, let's call it the termination fee for a year. Even though it wasn't that much, it is a big figure, right? So that's one. And the second is, again, doing a long-term contract when you're in the middle of a deep, deep hole. Why would you do that, bro? Who's handling these negotiations? Who is responsible of these stupid decisions, bro? Let's go, let's go spade a spade. I mean, First, you get Aguirre with a really good salary, and then on top of that, you tell him, you know what, if we fire you beforehand, we're going to give you X amount of money. Well, then he doesn't going to give a fuck at all because he's going to be good. He's not that identified with the club. He's not that, you know, so I don't know why would you, you, you would do that. And then... On top of that, he said, let's bring Bucetich. I'm going to go to that in a few months. But you get Bucetich, and then, again, let's bring Bucetich, and then let's give him two years. I mean, why, bro? You, you are I, think he I think he would have been accepted. I think Bucetich loves the club so much, he would have been like, okay, I can be an interim. I can be an interim manager. That's fine. I can take care of this, you know, and then figure it. You guys... Whoever is in charge, whoever needs to do, you guys, whatever the upper management needs to do, figure your shit out. But like you said, and like I've said, why the need for two years? Like even even I, the evaluation of every six months, like the I I I shouldn't trust these people at evaluation. They they have a long exactly. history now that I should not trust their evaluation. But go sorry for interrupting. You. Who who's gonna evaluate something that they don't understand shit about? I mean. What what is it gonna be? Uh well you got to the semifinals, so you're good for another six months. Oh hell no, bro. You either have to be champion or you have to be champion. There's no there's no other way. Cause you have again, we have said this a lot of times. You have invested a lot of money to only get to the semifinals or the quarterfinals or the final. You have to be champion. I, I I'm not gonna say every single tournament right but but you have to be one of the team favorites you got to be like the top four favorites every year in europe like you know like we have to like we have like yeah we don't have to win it every year because it's very competitive but like you know we got to be one of the four favorites like you know you know like you know and and obviously play according to that not just getting there because you got there through an accident like mohammed on his second run where he got to be champion because a lot of fucking shit in the universe aligned and because of Vasquez Mellado who still needs to have an avenue here in Monterey after his his name like 
Vasquez Mellado is the goalkeeper for Juarez. Juarez yeah. played against Pumas. Yes. And he's a pretty much everything. So Rayados could go to the Liguilla. So what? For people who don't know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when it comes to Busetich, I see the biggest issue of Rayados fans. I don't know how to say it in English, but I think it's selective memory. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Which okay, perfect. So everybody's thinking, oh yeah, he he won two ligas and he won three champions and all right. Yes, he did. That basically made him the, the biggest coach that we have had. All right, perfect. We're good. All right. But why is people why is, why people's memory only chooses to remember that because the last three tournaments of Usitich with Humberto Suazo in the field imagine that with Humberto Suazo in the, in the field or in the pitch I'm sorry we were not able to cross the 24 point line 24 points bro and we had a pretty awesome team back then Pavon uh Suazo uh, it was it was already this guy uh, Madrigal, Savala, uh, uh, Jonathan Orozco. We had a pretty decent team, and you had Humberto Suazo, which is the biggest uh, player ever. Well, foreign player player ever. You even had Arellano there, which is the biggest uh, of, of our club. So, if that guy couldn't <laughs> cross the twenty four point line. With that team, why you don't remember that? It just it just makes me wonder everything. Like that's one. And the other thing is that I remember that a lot of people were saying, and I actually have screenshots of a lot of people saying, "Ah, yeah, but he won the CCL, but that's not important as the as as." I, I don't want to see. I don't want to say who said that because then the Tigres fans are gonna look for it <laughs> and throw it in my face when I didn't say it. So they, we all acknowledge that that uh, Busetich stayed longer because he was winning the CCLs, but he had a team to 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 to, to fight for both tournaments. And I especially remember something. We were in La Libertadores which is the biggest tournament in Latin America. And he decided back then that it was more important to win a fucking classical than to go and win at Brazil against Santos, which would have gave us the goal the, the, the pass to, to go to the to the octavo de final. So those things apparently nobody remembers. So I'm gonna remember, I'm gonna make everybody remember. That's why I'm so hesitant with Busetich. I know he's able, he's he might even do another Mohamed, he might be champion. Because that's the way football is. It is it's just it could happen. But the reality is that these players have gone through 
four different coaches, maybe three because one three, was twice. Yeah, Mohammed was twi- fired twice, but some of them did go through a fourth. Well, some of them went through Mohammed twice. So let's just say like that. <laughs> some of them went through okay. Mohammed twice. So we have that, and uh, the the that's the 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 issue that I see that that is not make me is not making me like really trust or, or or be able to be confident in in this new Busetich standard. The other the other side of the spectrum, which is my Yupi Yupi side, is telling me, well bro, you have Maxi Mesa. And Maxi Mesa is fullest. He could be that guy for Busetich. He could be that I'm not gonna compare compare the two of them, but he could be that Swaso. He could be that guy for Busetich. And the players, when want to, they are sec- exceptional players. Pizarro could play really good because the way the Busetich plays, it actually works for Pizarro. Romo, he already uh he, he already worked with Busetich, so he was basically who made him. So Romo could work there. And and you have names that if they turn up the, if they they remember how to play, we could win all games and, and be champion, of course, all right. But the thing is that is it really gonna happen? I mean, I I really think that we're gonna be able to go to La Liguilla because it would be yeah. a disaster. <laughs> There's twelve teams. There's twelve teams. Exactly. I mean, it's still gonna be a challenge because they're at the bottom. You know, you still gotta. I mean, they have two games yeah. in hand, so it helps. But, like, they got to get going. Like, at some point, like, even, like, if I think if it wasn't for, like, the, the pandemic canceling the season, they wouldn't have not made the – like, it, it got to the point where, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, you have to win games now. Like, you can't, even draws are not good enough because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you've you squandered too many points. And it's like, okay, like, they – In which uh... – which uh jornada we're gonna be playing, right? Uh, let me let me pull that up. You can keep talking. I'll I'll, I'll pull it up. All right. So let's let's say there is it's nine. So it's uh another nine games plus the two that you have pending. So yeah. So, so so sorry to cut you off, Robas. Yeah, we're going into jornada nine. Monterrey is going in with six games played. The 12th best team is two points out, but like you have like a log jam of teams for that final spot. You have Mazatlan, San Luis, Santos, who start starting to look better after they fight their manager. You got Necaxa, and you got Juarez, and you got like Chivas, Querétaro, like type of that 10th, 11th. And it's like, but it, it, the the thing will, that will but that will make a difference is goal differential. Like that's what's gonna happen. Like Monterrey right now is at a at a go up. A one, you know, they have a goal differential of one. It's one of the reasons why, you know, they're ahead of America because America has that negative five goal differential. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you know, like that's they're gonna have to start, you know, not just accumulating points, but like just getting, you know, some getting a positive goal differential because if they drop points, you know, that's that if they're gonna be fighting for like those final couple of spots, then you know they're gonna need that positive goal different or goal differential. But, but yeah, that that's it's that's so where they're at. I think if I'm not mistaken, we have eleven games to go in total. Uh, right. let me let me pull that up. It's uh seventeen. Uh, the last date is, or you know, it's seventeen. 
game. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, and the final game is on April 30th, so it's uh, next month. <laughs> We're in March already. <laughs> We're in March. You know, it feels like we just got, you know, just because yeah. of the Club World Cup, it feels like the season just started. But yeah, the season ends next month. Yeah, it's two months. So we have 30 points on the line, and we have six. So if we want to be at least in the top 12, we have to be at 24 points. So that's pretty much 85% of the points that you have left to be played. You have to win them just to get there, right? So that's, I, I saw Orlik 077, I think that's yeah. his Twitter, Orlando Corral. And he pulled a, 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 an amazing statistic, which is the best tournament of Busetich, the, 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 the effectivity person, percentage. Yeah, the point percentage, yeah. Thank you. So the best one, it was 56%, if I'm not mistaken. 56, 57%. So if you do that, you're going to be at 18 points, 19 points. So you're not gonna get anywhere. So let's and, and just... let me tell you this right now. Let me let me tell you the, the teams. Let me let me pull up. The, I have the schedule right in front of me. So like the next game against America, they sh- well I don't even know. Like you got two teams that are struggling. America fired their manager. Um, next after them, you got Juarez. Um, Hugo Gonzalez is I don't. I think Hugo Gonzalez is gonna put on like a Superman cape like he did like last time. Like you know. And then you got Mazatlan, Tigres, Chivas. So you got a lot of teams that are gonna be playing ahead of them. Or are really really good you know so it's not like if any it, it, it granted you know they're, they're at the bottom bottom so like there's not gonna be a lot of teams that, like you know saying oh we should beat them but like i even like going masatlan what is like that doesn't give me confidence chivas maybe you get a motivated city so wants to be, be this whole club but then you got like tijuana is playing pretty good pachuca is playing really good atlas pumas uh you know and you got tigres in a couple weeks um, you know, Toluca, so you got like, it, it's not a, like, it's not a cakewalk, you know, like, you know, they're in a position where it's, it's, it's a lot of good teams, a lot of teams that are fighting for like those couple of last spots that are going to have something on the line. And so it's, it's, it's going to be a tough schedule for them to try to pull this rabbit out of a hat. The, the worst part is that it's only America that's below you, like on the, on the, <laughs> on the standings, on the club standings, like you're on the 17th out of 18th place, right? So you're not able to be confident, as you said, to say like, well, it's not a plan or it's that, whatever, it's what is. Oh, bro, everybody is ahead of you. So you might consider for the teams that you mentioned, I could say if it was just by, let's say, uh, uh, a hinge or whatever, it would be well. Yes, you 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 you, sh- you should win against America. You should win against Juarez. You should win against Mazatlan. You should win against Tigres, even though they're playing really good. But it's Tigres and it's Pusatich, so history has that on his side. So that's that's four. That's twelve points. Chivas is a mess. So all right, fifteen points. I get that part. Atlas, no way in hell you're gonna win. Uh, uh, Tijuana, Toluca, no way. Toluca, Toluca, Pachuca, so and then you got Tigres. 
Maybe Tigres so pull out a heart, you know, but like Pumas, like they're 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 good. Maybe Pumas, I think Pumas is in the CCL still. So like maybe you get them tired if, if they go far. Um, but yeah, like even like like the, even the teams like you said that these should be these teams are still fighting for something. So it's not like ah oh, okay, you know, we're not like the the league makes it has has become mediocre where it's like okay, even Mazatlan can fight. You know, they fired their manager where they can. They think they can, you know, they have a, they can think that we can make the league. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you're getting teams that, okay, let's mail it in. Let's, let's just get the season over with. No, they're still fighting for something, you know, like, you know, so like, it makes it even hard. Especially they're going to be fighting against you, precisely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not like they're fighting each other with other teams. No, it's you. You're the one that is at the bottom. So, Everybody's gonna play, and they're gonna make the games ugly. Like we've seen against San Luis, where like, and I know people get upset, like, oh, now now San Luis is wasting time because they have the lead. Well, it it that's how they're gonna win. That's how they're gonna win. Like Monterrey's put themselves in the, in those positions where it's like they're down one nothing, and people are getting mad at San Luis for killing time. Well, yes, they, they gotta kill time. They gotta they gotta do it, you know. But then they got them. They, they they put themselves in that position where they got the lead. Like you can't blame them for like doing that. Like that's how they're gonna win. That's how they're gonna win. That's how their squad is built. You know. And and blame Monterrey for not being able to put two three goals on a team that they should be beating, you know. But it is what yeah. it is there, and we're gonna have to see. It's it's, it's you know, I don't know. The, the the last well not the last but the thing that I want I wanted to say is that I'm gonna do this selective memory bullshit, and I'm gonna recall on something particular about Bucetich, which is first. Those type of teams uh, are not going to work against Uzetich if he get a handle of the team because he knows how to make the other team attack. The fundamental part of Uzetich's tactic was to be excellent at the counterattack. So he made everybody to go forward and then you just do a... Uh, <laughs> paraphrasing... Mr. Patrick Meehan, a long ball. <laughs> so to to finish Mori or whatever. And then you could you you could win that way by playing ugly, which is fine with me as as long as you win in this particular season. Next season you should play for something else because you have a different team. You have a, a team built to 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 do to be a show basically yeah. to, to make you wanna want to see them play right? yes because that's that's it you have a new stadium you you're supposed to have a not just for a team that's going to be winning but you have a team that's going to entertain you you know you're going on there and you, you you should expect especially when like a lower team like Juarez or Mazatlan comes actually we should expect three goals you know three four goals. we should be you know celebrating three or four times you know um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah just to, to to finish my my mm -hmm. thought that's that's one and the other thing is that uh Bucetich against particular teams such as Tigres, uh, Santos, even America, hell, even Toluca. He knew back then how to not only beat them, but make them like look bad. But like, I, I, it's not because we, we would win like five nil. No, it was just. Two nil, maybe even one nil, but 
you always had that feeling that it could have been. I mm. remember especially one against Tigres in San Nicolás, in, in the Universitario, where the the result at the end was two, Rayados two, Tigres one. But I remember that game because it should have been at least six or seven goals. Uh, two times that Suazo uh, hit the post, then Osvaldo Martinez hit the post, then Suazo uh, missed the penalty, then Suazo missed another two clear checks. So I remember that, 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 that Busetich was able to like break him, break him, right? So the thing is that he's only, he's only beginning that new era. So I'm, I, I'm not expecting to be that good at the beginning, I just know that the players didn't want to give it. So you're going to see, definitely you're going to see another essence this Saturday. I mm. know, I know we're going to win against America and maybe even two or three goals of a difference. I know that because you can see on every player except Maximeza. They they weren't really given much of a fuck about that yet. Yeah, because the only two players, maybe three, the only two or three players that gave a shit. Like you had Andrada, who, you know, was you know he he pretty much against Leon too. He like he if he can't score goals. Like he he can only bail. He bailed the defense out a couple of times. Like uh, you know, uh, Leon had a couple of really good chances where they should have beaten him. Um, but they didn't, you know, and, the, and the, you, know, you had people making gaps and he was bailing them out. Like, you know, he, all he could do, you know, is just making sure that he can't, he can stop them, but he can't score them. Um, but go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry to, 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 to cut you off, but you made me, you made me remember something that I wanted to say since we talked about doing this podcast. Um, let me light up a cigarette. Mm. The most important players that Busetich had back then were, let's say four, but I'm, I'm going to three because he was really three, which was Jonathan Orozco at his best, Luis Perez at his best, then Zavala, uh, and obviously Humberto Suazo. So keep that in mind because I'm going to tie it with this. You have Andrade at his best. And uh, he's demonstrated over and over again. You have Celso Ortiz. I'm saying the same positions, right? You have Celso Ortiz, which is at his best, obviously. The only thing that's missing is that guy who makes the goals. I don't see Funes Mori right now, obviously at its best. But if somebody could help him, it's Maxi Mesa. Mm -hmm. And I really think that if Busitich can make them click, it could be a new uh, era of of great of greatness for modern race. Mm -hmm. I might be going a little too far. This is your UPUP side? <laughs> yeah, exactly, my UPUP side. I might be stretching a little bit uh, the reality, but it is what it is. I mean, if you 
look at the facts. Those guys, those guys were the basically the the, the spinal cord of, of that Pusatich era. It was the goalkeeper, the midfielder, and the striker. And we have a great goalkeeper. We have a great midfielder. You're missing a striker. That's just it. If I was Busetich next summer, I would say, you know what? Funes more not maybe not caught him. Let's but let's definitely let, hold on. Let, okay, let's let's transition. I know we got a couple 10, 15, 20 minutes left, but um let's transition over to the future now because we'll talk about that. Um so we're hoping for the best. We would like to you know, it's it's gonna be it's not gonna be easy. Um, the first game against America, that's a game that they need to win. They 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 can't afford they, you can't afford to drop any more points. It's getting to the point where it's like okay, you, you even ties aren't going to do it. You know, it's you got to start yeah. winning. You know, because um, especially you know if you're like 12, 11, you're going to get a difficult opponent. You know, so try to try mm-hmm. to make it as easy as possible. But um, the future now, the three guys I like a lot of people. Some 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 people are saying that okay they brought in Wusitich and even you've tweeted out to to pretty much calm the people down. I want I I don't want to judge by just social media, but it's kind of ju- it's kind of calmed the people down. How yes. long do you think it's gonna last? How long do you mm-hmm. think it's gonna last before again they start saying they start making chants about those three guys? For um. And I want you realist. Like I, 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 I obviously want everything to go right, but this team, yeah. you can't ignore that this team has gone through four managers, and yeah. some of the yeah. players are, are are gone, you know, and and so it's like you, 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 as much as I want to say yes, yes, everything's going to go right, you just can't. You got to bring yourself back and be like, okay, you know, this team is really, really flawed, and a lot of these players just either don't care or are just done being here. I don't know what, but. You also, you got to take that into account, you know, like if this doesn't work, how long are people going to wait and say, you know well, what, okay, we'll teach whatever back to those three guys. For, for the majority of people, and you see it in social media, it's the best, uh, just that's the, the, the way to, to reflect on these things. Um, I think that at least 80% of, of uh, fans are happy with Pusatich coming back. They are not going to care for those guys, at least until this tournament ends. That's because it's just uh, factual. It happened with Mohamed. Uh, we were at this point back in 2019, October. What happened? They get rid of Alonso. They, they brought Mohamed back. For the exact same reason, they are bringing Zetich back, which is what he could have done or what he should have done, which was win the 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 league, right? So, I'm like you said, I'm not gonna root against my team. I'm not gonna wish him to lose just mm-hmm. because I wanted to be right. No, of course not. There's people who does. I don't do that. I hope for, for the best. But realistically speaking, we're not going to be able to go too far with at least this tournament. And they're, they're going to do the usual. They're going to get rid of the names that people are trying to get rid of. They're, you might see Funes Mori go and 
and uh, obviously, I don't know, Gallardo or uh, two or three names that people are uh, are waiting for them to go or or making them make that decision. They're gonna do it because that that's only gonna buy them time, and uh, that's what gets me. Uh, not mad. It's not that important, but but yeah, kind of like tweeted because one week you say you want you understand the issue, you understand that the problem is not on the player, it's not on the manager. I have said this a lot of times. You're not gonna fix anything. That's why a year wasn't a year, bro, because he had to accommodate to what Ornelas. Mm. Once and what Ornella says, that's why you didn't see Aguirre at his at his fullest, right? Up until the the the, the last two or three press conference, when he said that, and I could bet you a thousand dollars that he did that just to take the attention of the media out of what the people was saying. If you if you remember. The the on the World Cup on the club World Cup, mm. the pressure was really hard against Melas. What happened? Aguirre comes out and says these bullshit uh, things, and and especially the media obviously go there because they have to be in that yeah. regard when speaking about this guy, right? I'm not a journalist. I don't give a fuck. So I'm not gonna do that. I kept my focus on that guy, and I tweeted out a bunch of times. I mean, bro. All right, they they they're doing this. They're doing that. Yeah, whatever. Fuera Ornelas. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the problem here. That that's that's the main reason why. I didn't want Busetich to come back. It's not because uh, the, the the he he was bad the last two tournaments. It's not that he brought uh, Marlon de Jesus and and, and, and yeah. Wilson Morello. It's not that, bro. I mean, all right, you did it. You did that. All right, perfect. The problem that I have is that we were going somewhere, and now you. Just buying time for, for that guy, especially. Just to be clear, of so people who are listening, which you appreciate. Just to be clear, Ornelas is going. The only difference is if Monterrey does good this season, which apparently is not gonna do that well, he's gonna be leaving on December. Hoping they are hoping to win at least the uh, well, not at least, but to win La Liga in December, so Ornelas can go, uh, let's say uh, at the top. Right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna because say. Like, he want wants. To, I think he has an ego where it's like, okay, I want to leave, but I want to leave on top. Like that's, I'm starting to like that's his ego. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it, that that's that's basically it. I mean. I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, all right. So, so to be fair, right? The 
95% of the of the things that we have won have been under his administration. All right. Perfect. But the problem is not that. The problem is the that problem. they should have won more. Exactly. <laughs> they should have won more. They should have done, you should have, like, it's the thing with this team, and we'll, we'll, let's talk a little about the squad. This team is just constructed so bad. It's just like, uh, they just throw money, and it's like, okay, let's let, let the money work. It's just like they don't have a philosophy. that we, we, We've beaten this horse so many times on this podcast, and it's like, how can we and you see it, and we don't get paid the millions of dollars, but these people who get paid millions cannot see it. It's just, bro, like, we don't have a style. We don't have a philosophy. Our fuerzas básicas are bad. Our, 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 you know, our international scouting isn't good. You, you, you got a guy in Vincent Janssen who is again injured, and it's just like, how did not so, no one look at his injury history and say, you know what, guys, let's not spend a lot of money on a guy who's coming off of an injury against, you know, uh, playing at Fenerbahce and has not stayed injured to even play that much at Tottenham. Like, it's just like they, they just make boneheaded in decisions and 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 con- contracts, and it's just like how how. How are these people in charge? And and we talked about this oh. a little bit off air. You work, mm-hmm. and you're in charge where you work. How many mm-hmm. people, even yourself, put yourself in there, can get these amount of opportunities where they can fire a manager twice, go through three managers and and or you know and and four or five years, and it's just and have no style, have players that are so bloated with their contracts that nobody's gonna take them on, and you yes. just are unable to sell them, and you have to either. Uh, pay a significant amount uh, for them to leave. That nobody, no club wants to do that. Femsa's not going to say, well, "Why am I going to pay fifty percent for someone who's not playing for me, or seventy-five percent because you made a dumb decision?" You know, and so they're stuck. Yeah. There. They're rotting on the bench. We saw it. Aviles Hurtado, and to, to the end of his tenure, Dorlan Pavon. And it's just mm-hmm. like how, like, it's just boneheaded decisions. And then I don't know where to go with this, but it's like. You explain to me how are these people still in charge, and I don't know how people can just sit there and say, "Oh, let's yes, supposed to teach us back everything's right in the world." When the management is still terrible, like I don't understand how can people look and say everything is fine when you still have three people who have no idea what they're doing. It's it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna put an example of real life, right? This is not, I'm I'm gonna go off of the the topic of football, but if in my job, at least, as uh, if if uh, if uh, one of of our employees makes a, mis- a mistake, all right, you you could do an investigation of what happened and this and that or whatever. So the responsibility in, ends up being his, right? Okay, so you approach the guy, you you. Make him realize what happened. That's me, right? Make him realize if the fuck up is really bad, you're gone. I don't care who you are. But if it is something that it could be fixed, all right, I'm going to give you another chance. Just one chance. Yeah, and, and that happens my, at any I, job. It happens at any I, job. Like, okay, you make a mistake one time. Uh, okay, here, here. Okay, this is what you did wrong. This is what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a learning lesson. That happens at all jobs. It's a learning lesson. Okay. And happens at it happens at the sports level. Hey, you get a higher wrong. That's fine. It happens. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. But go ahead, Thomas. All right. So 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 we're on the on the same side. So the thing is that if if he makes the same mistake twice, I'm not going even to take a look at it. You already did this mistake. You didn't learn. Bye. 
right? So that's one. And the other thing is that I would never hire anybody who doesn't have experience, especially on a key position. I would never do that. I, this is not a learning uh, situation. This is, I need a guy who can get here and solve shit for me, not somebody who's going to create more problems. And looking at the other way, when me as, a, as an employee of, let's say that the CEO tells me, you know what, Ropas, uh, you made a mistake here. It's the same situation. Right, fix it. It's not fixable. All right, don't do that mistake again. Even me, if I fuck up on the same thing, I'm gonna get fired, bro. This is not. There's not much way around it. I don't get why football is different in those two regards. First, they keep making the same mistake over and over again, at least for the last five years. And second of all. They have people with no experience whatsoever making decisions. So how would you expect things to be different if you know coming from from, from the jump, you already know that the, the guys you hire don't don't know how to work, don't know how to act, don't know how to make any decision. So then you're stuck because how are you going to fire them because of that when you hire them be knowing them, right? So, again, the problem is not Tavino. The problem is not Carlos Vela. The problem is not Emilio Herrera. The problem is not Emerson Sierra. The problem is not Busetich, Aguirre, Mohamed, Alonso. The problem is who put those guys there knowing from the jump they, they didn't know how to handle anything like this, which is a club, a rich club that has a lot of money to invest. And if, let's say that you, if you're building a, a house, you have a house with no foundation, you have a house with no windows, you have a house plumbing. with no fucking door. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a, a bunch of blocks put together. And got a nice patio. We I created a nice patio. <laughs> I know. So it, it looks it looks expensive, but it doesn't work, bro. I mean, how are you gonna get in? How are you gonna have like light? A shower. How, are gonna... how are you gonna have water going through your house? How are you gonna have electricity? <laughs> it, it is. It is. I mean, I, I I always love to do those analogies because it's fun. Because that's the best way to for people to realize how stupid. Those decisions are being done or, or, or made. Uh, sorry, I went on a rant there. So that, the thing is that, that uh, this is going to keep on happening. As long as you have that guy there, and even if you change that, if you say, all right, so Ornelas, thank you for everything. All right, bro, just step aside. Just so you know, he's already retired from FEMSA. And he decided that he's not going to retire just for the football part of it. So, by law, he shouldn't even be there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. All right. So, it's Mexico, Bio, Mexico. All right. Perfect. So, even if you 
and I, I'm already seeing this, bro. All right, so Ornelas, thank you. Uh, uh, all right, uh, have you ever worked in football management? No. All right, then you're the next guy. All right, let's go, Pedro. Now you're the guy. I'm so I'm so worried that they're gonna do that. Like have another guy who doesn't know shit about nothing. And it's it's gonna be the same thing for the next 10 years, 15, 20. You know, I, I, wanna we... up, I wanna pull up a FEMSA job, like a career opening, like a senior <laughs> opening, and pull up like experience. Like because you know, like in, in, in job openings, like I don't know if it's in Mexico like that, but usually when you know you're applying for a job online, it'll say uh, if it's senior level, I'll say six years of experience or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I want to pull that up and I want to say, how are you asking for six years of experience for this position? But for your football you know, club, like you're getting guys who have no experience at, you know, at the football level, at anything, at creating uh, our background or whatever. Like I want to I want to pull that up one day and I'm going to go ahead and do it and just make a contract, you know, just like just say, like, how, how, how why do you do this? I could tell you right now, because I know they're looking uh, for a collections manager here in Monterey. So the opening clearly states that you need at least 10 plus years of experience as a collections manager. 10 plus years, bro. That's perfect. I could apply for that job if I wanted to, if, if that was my position. Because I have worked 10 plus years in that particular side of, of, of a company. But when it comes to football, apparently it's like, all right, so <laughs> I, have, I have six months on sales, which has nothing to do with collections. All right, let's bring that guy. I mean, why, bro? Why? It's, it's, it's just, it's so hard for me to understand the complexity of those guys' minds for decisions so fucking easy. Like, it's it's just, it, it, it baffles me, bro. I mean, all right, so we need a, a football manager who knows about football. That, that's it. There's no, we have said this before when, when we talk about players. We need a right wing that goes only through the right side of the pitch. That's what we need. That's what we're missing. Why Why are you bringing a defensive back? I don't know, but let's bring him. What the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> I mean, that's that's just how it, it is. Monterey, uh, in that particular side of, mm -hmm. of the club. And uh, I know they are listening. I know for a fact I'm not going to say, uh, well, yes, I'm going to say it. I know for a fact when we speak, uh, when it comes to Rayal's 90, they, we, they are big fans of, 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 of the podcast. So big shout out to them. <laughs> but <laughs> no, we're <criticizing> them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it is funny. We're doing this out of love. It's like when, it's like when your parents said, you're like, I love you, but you're, you're, you're acting really bad we have I, to thank you <laughs> it is it, it's, it's just that bro i mean i love my club bro yeah and, yeah and if i didn't care saying, i wouldn't get this upset we wouldn't get this upset we'd be like okay whatever you know it is what it is let's go you know 
And there are some people who do that, you know, like they'll go about their like it doesn't revolve them or it doesn't make them upset, but you know, we're upset because we care. That's that's the point, and that's why they are listening. And 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 I could go a little bit farther. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, I went to a, a gathering of some some shit that some dope work I did, where there was a couple of guys, uh, some journalists, uh, guys from the from from actual fan groups, and and I was invited, so I went. I I got a lot of backlash, a lot of memes, especially. I, I'm really good. Uh, like my face is really memeable. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. And uh, but I I said this back then. I I especially I remember that because it, you're gonna understand why. So I said this. Why is so hard for the club to to make the experience of going to the stadium so much more fun not for us the the, the oldest the, the 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 old guard no for for the young ones for the for the little kids why won't you have i don't know a couple of games uh, uh arcades or or whatever you could do that you have the 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 money to do that you have the 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 stadium to do that, and I was going a little bit further, meaning uh, even in the metro, which uh, goes to, to to the stadium particularly, you could do the ride there. Uh, you could do a lot of things, right? Mm. I'm I, I'm not gonna say everything that I said, but basically that. And then what happened? Next game, which was San Luis, a guy called me. And said, you know what, Rompers? I think that they are really listening to you. This is, I'm going to say this. Me, particularly, because they had that. In this particular game, they had, like, uh, uh, how to say, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like, like people dressed up uh, for kids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, they had uh, the, the, the mascot, and they had... Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's that's like, what they do here. That's what they do here in the in the U.S. Like, there's like I know for like the NBA teams, yeah. you know, or the uh, I know one of the NHL teams I root for. They have a thing called um, uh, the Futures Game, you know, and it's like it, that game is mostly marketed towards kids. Like, like you know, it's not marketed for adults. It's not. I know it's not for me. You know, I know it's for for kids who are like five six seven like in preteens you know it's like for the five to preteen you know like that's the game like and if somebody has an issue with it like bro it's not for you it's they're not marketing towards you they're marketing that's towards people with kids you know and kids you know like their mar- the, the market you know their market is not men you know that that game will not be marketed towards men you know single men or whatever it's going to be marketed towards parents with kids and, and kids in general you know it's like that's what that game is for you know you pick a game out of the year and that's, that's you know that's the game you know for the kids. That that that's that's exactly my point. Like you you're nurturing the future fans of it, right? Yeah, that, that, that's why I never understood like some of the beef people have with like Monty, and it's just like, bro, that's not for you. That's that's for the kid. Like the mascots have 
baseball games. Like, I know the mascots of baseball games are not for me. It's for the interactions with, with like, the kids when they're, like, when the, mos- the mascot is walking around and they want to take a picture with him. You know, it's, like, it, it's not marketing for me. So, it's, like, why are you upset? You know, it's, like, <laughs> I don't know. People live and in a the, weird bubble. Just so you know, well, we as fans, especially on Twitter, we, we just complain about everything. That's our job, right? But uh, Monty, to be precise about that particular mascot. And then the two, the, 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 remember, I think like last last year, it's been a while since I did like the Rayados kids too. Like it's been like, they, they kind of shifted away from that. Mm-hmm. That it and it was working, bro. That that is the, the problem. That the 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 mascot is is the, the it has had the most success out of every other mascot with kids. My daughter loves that fucking shit. That that's I, who I they're targeting. That. That's the target. Like the Rayados kids, and that is for your daughter. Like that's they're not aiming for you. Well, they're aiming for you because you have a daughter. You know, they because you have a kid. Yeah. But I don't have kids, I, so like. That would not be my mark. Like they're not that. That marketing is not for me, you know. So it's like I, 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 I yeah. I don't care about about Monty. I, I don't. No. But I, I love the fact that, that my daughter. The first thing that got her obviously was me rooting for the team, obviously. But the second thing was that she loves dogs, bro. Mm-hmm. Even though that looks like a cow, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> she loves dogs. So. So so she connected the dog with the, 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 the shirt, then then she obviously started to ask about the games. Yeah, so that's, that, that's how you get kids in. Like you get kids in, you get kids in, and I know we're going off topic and we'll get back on track, but it's like you when you you're getting kids, you're getting them through simple stuff, you know, like like you said, your daughter like Monty, and then like it grows from there. You know, then it's like, oh, I wanna watch a game with you, you know? And then oh, I wanna go to a game. You know, and that's how it goes. You, you know, you're targeting a kid. You, you get him through, through through marketing. That's how you get them because that's how you get them in. And then you know, you start you put, you plant the seeds, and then the seeds grow. By like I said, your daughter will ask you, "Hey, I want to watch a game with you," um, and then I want to go to a game with you. You know, so it, it starts going like that, and it just keeps growing and growing. And once they're full adults or like teenagers, and they comprehend, you know, they can they can get the game. They understand what's going on. Then it's like okay, it's it's there. There's supporters for life, you know. But that's it. That's that's the 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 difficult part was handled by drawing the attention of the kids with that with the mascot and obviously Rayo's kids. My 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 daughter again. I, I I'm not a fan of promoting <laughs> my daughter, but <laughs> but, but it's, you're using an example because that's that you're the target. Like they're trying to get. It, it you is. Know, people now, kids, you know. <laughs> she won. She won. Uh, every every the other Nino, which is April April the thirtieth here in Mexico, which is Kids Day basically. She won. Uh, before the pandemic, um, she won a a, a, a concurso. I don't know how you say. It. Yeah. Uh, a contest. Uh huh. A contest. Thank you. Uh, to go. Not to see the team or, or things like that, but to to meet the fucking Rayowski's characters, yeah. she was so fucking happy because it is what it, she don't care about. Funes Mori, she don't care about Andrada if, if Andrada saved the goal or not. <laughs> it's not there right now, but she knows Greta Calcetta, bro. So that that's what it is. I mean, 
in the future, of course, she's going to care about those things. The, 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 yeah, like once she's the, a teenager and can get that, get you know, when she understands that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but, but going back, uh, because we, I, I, I got off. We went, yeah, we went like a couple of minutes. <laughs> we got, I got one more topic that I want to talk so, about. So, 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 all right. Uh, just to, to, to get back of the, of the, to, to what we were saying. The, those guys are listening. Those guys, I, I really, not every podcast, but every other podcast, I get feedback. Even if it's not me there, the first thing is why it wasn't me there. <laughs> but you always point out certain things, a couple of guys that work there. So I know they are listening. I know the, the they are maybe not fans, but fans. <laughs> you know, so, like, yeah. Uh, it, it just so you know, right? We uh, uh, obviously I have said this to you off air, but I want people to know that what happens on on social media, on social platforms, is being watched or is being considered, even though a lot of people says you're not gonna fix anything by via Twitter. Yes. It, it is going to be fixed via Twitter. That's the, the I don't the, think the they like being ratioed. Thing. Like, you saw some of the posts, they were ratioed. Like, you saw, like, there was more replies, there was more, quote, you know, quotes than retweets and likes. I don't think you know, like, they want to see that. I don't think they like seeing that. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know if we want to, you know, like, that's, uh, that, like, that whole, that, these last couple of weeks, it's been, like, you, you would see a couple of posts a day, and they'll, They'll get ratioed, you know. They'll, you'll see more replies, more quote tweets than likes or retweets on on that stuff. So, you know, it gives them a voice. It is. Last thing I uh, want to yeah, talk. La- oh, yeah. go ahead, finish up. Um, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. Um, so we talked about the coaches, we talked about the management, the players. I know we're gonna try to wrap, put this up in a couple of minutes, but um, for you, I don't want to. I guess we can go with one specific player, but. You know, in terms of overall the squad for you, um, how many players do you want to see interchanged out? Um, because to me, I think this team just needs to be gutted. You know, in, in United in, in the U.S., you know, it's a rebuild. This team needs to be rebuilt. It needs to be. I don't think anybody should be off table. Maybe you keep Andrada. Maybe you keep Massimessa. I don't mean. I don't mean sell everybody. But like, if somebody gives you a good offer for Sebastian Vegas or Cesar Montes. I maybe listen, you know, I think this team needs to be rebuilt. That's why I'm afraid that they're going to keep these people in charge because they have no idea what they're doing and I don't trust them with the rebuild. But uh, for you, and, and I think for me, I, I want to see at least like a significant amount of players leave. I don't think one or two players that uh, they should have left, like last, last, like, like last summer, they should have been leaving. No, you got to make some like changes where it's like, oh, I did not expect that person to leave, or I don't expect those two people to leave. Like I think there there needs to be a cult, a, a shake, you know, for the people who still remain past this past past this tournament because, um, you know, like this team really needs a a, a new leadership because, you know, it just doesn't have any type of leadership. But um, for for you, how many players need to go? Like you don't have to name specific players, but like for you, what's a good amount that need to come in and need to leave? Ah. Uh... Oh, that's a hard question because I have to 
I'm gonna do what they don't do, which is take into consideration everything that involves uh, changing a big number of players, what what that does to a team. But right now we don't have a team, so fuck it. Uh, I would I would keep. I'm gonna say it like this: I would keep out of the starting the last starting eleven, which uh, which we saw against San Luis. I would only keep two, and out of the substitution, I would only keep one. So mm-hmm. I would. And I think we're pretty much on the same three players. <laughs> I'm pretty think I'm pretty sure I think we know what another three players are. I I I, I don't know why Cranavita is playing. I don't fucking understand why. But so I'm not gonna mention who, but it's obvious for everybody who the three players are. You could. Build a team around those guys because this is the prime years. You know, they're, they're turning. Yeah. The, I'll say one like Celso Ortiz, he's gonna turn 33. I think he turns 33 this year. I gotta look at his. I know he's 32, 33. One of the, you, you also have to prepare. I mean, when we said it before, and you said it before, Granadito was supposed to be the guy that you know takes the baton from him and, and goes, but obviously that's not working. And I'm just afraid that they hold on to him another season, like they've done in the past with like Nico Sanchez and Basanta. And boy, oh boy, they show their age, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's the only reason I wouldn't keep him, but I would like to keep him. But I'm still like, again, I'm removing my fandom too. It's like uh, a 33 year old defensive midfielder, you know. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is there. But I mean, and the other two players, I'm pretty sure it's Maximessa and Stavan. But um. Hey. They are, yeah. But I, I, I would say I was mentioning Celso because Celso is if you hire if you hire a guy that plays uh, next to Celso, a younger guy like uh, I, I'm just gonna say a name, right? Like uh, let's say uh, Orbelin Pineda, a guy like that, or 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 Romo. You already have Romo, so you could have Romo next to him and have that guy to be the one who goes up and down right and left and go everywhere as a midfielder and Celso just have Celso do what do what he does you could have Celso playing on top level for another year easily obviously Maxi Mesa but take into consideration this Maxi Mesa is 28 so I'm counting on him doing what he's doing for only two years. Then you have to find him either a position closer to the striker. So he's not the right wing anymore because he's not going to have the ability. We already Mm -hmm. saw that happen. I don't want to do that mistake. I don't want to make that mistake. Andrada, yeah, of course. He has another five years. And a, mm-hmm. He's a, just 30, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at least. So I would bring at least five players yeah. top, at least. And I could get rid of, I, I'm not a fan of Sebastian Vegas at the moment, to be honest. I I only see Sebastian Vegas trying to get us expelled every fucking game. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's just playing. Uh, he 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 does the mistake that every fan does, which is oh, he has webbles. That's yeah. why he's yeah. kicking. No, bro, you you trying to <laughs> <Okay. hurt. laughs> 
his job is to show levels. His job is to like prevent you know other opposition from trying to score a goal. Like I don't give a shit. Like as long as you're like playing good, you know, defending. Obviously, I don't know why Javier Aguirre had him as a left back. He's not a left back. He he's a center. He's a left center back. And they had Hector Moreno, who was that guy showing his age. That guy. um, I I don't understand that. Like I get it. You know, they wanted another Mexican. But it's just like, bro, like the guy's old, you know, like, and I don't know why you had him as, and he was a, he's, he was supposed to be the third center back. Like, I don't understand why they kept force feeding him into the starting eleven. Like, that was, that was a weird, you know, he's supposed to come yeah. in when you're trying to give Cesar Montes a break or one of them is injured. Like, he's not supposed to be your starter week in and week out. I don't know what, 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 yeah. what they decided there. But, but you made me remember Dolly Lavino, bro, when, with Busetich. Tulio Davino was the guy, like the experienced guy for Iran Mier back in those days. Iran Mier played really good because Davino was there. So maybe that's the experiment they would try to re replicate with Moreno. But I think that Busetich is going to go for the Moreno, Montes, and Vegas. Three. Yeah, you're going to so, go three at the back, yeah. I mean that's and an then, option. That's another way. I mean, uh, you know, like he, that that would would work. But like Javier Aguirre wouldn't do that. <laughs> he go, he no, go, you the know, left back. The only time he did it, it worked against Cruz Azul. Mm -hmm. We won four one. So basically, that I want I want to uh, take on a topic really quick, which is the starting eleven for Busitich. I'm gonna no, say actually, my... actually, I one more thing, like, and I think we can end on this. The future of Funes Mori. Like, and I know we're probably going to, I'm trying to squeeze in maybe five minutes of a topic that can probably be its podcast on its own. But, um, what do you, what do you go there? What do you do there? Because his, uh, his, 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 his backup is crap. Like his backup, uh, Vincent Jansen is done. I don't know how people can still want to see him. He's terrible. He's shit. He can't stay healthy. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, like it is what it is at that point. He is. Hopefully, they can get rid of him on the summer. Uh, but I, I'd have my doubts. He's terrible. Um, I don't. Platano Ronaldo is is not going to do it. He he he's just not for me. He's not the typical striker that I want. He's uh, if he if he's short, he doesn't have like the low set. Like Suazo wasn't like the biggest guy, uh, or you know, he wasn't the tallest guy. But he like he had like thick. He was thick. You know, he was like a. Like a Hulk, you know, like the like the striker Hulk, uh, not not the not the Marvel, but you know he's like five eleven, but he's thick. Like he's not, you're not gonna knock him off the ball really quick. You know, he's thick and he can stay on the ball. You know, Funes Mori, he's slend, he's tall and slender, um, and you can knock him off the ball a little bit. You know, you, you can knock him off, and he's not gonna dribble. You know, he's not gonna go a swasso skirt. You know, dribble around and try to get the goal or shot or set up someone with the pass. But um, I think it, it, for me, I like Funes Mori. But to me, the, the situation has become too toxic where it's like even, you know, I think it's just better for both parties to move on. It's like when you're at a job for too long or you're in a relationship where you're, just, you're not there's no connection anymore. Like it's just like it's just better for both parties to like move on rather than either go to counseling, even though we both know it's not going to work or, you know, try to stay at the job and see maybe if. You know, I'm given another, you know, maybe another position will help, you know, but I'm just tired of that company. You know, I just feel like for, for both parties, it would be best to move on. Um, I don't know where, where you're at with that. I'm going to do the Mexican thing. Fuck it. If the marriage is not working, we're already married, bro. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I mean, the thing is that whether we like it or not, he's an historic, historic striker for us. So I would keep him just for this reason. Because if we let him go, 99% of the people who want him out is going to be, oh, yeah, especially if he goes to like an MLS team. And if he goes to an MLS, like he's going to feast on those and that defender. You know, if he goes to like a, uh, 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 you know, if he goes out there, he's going to feast on that. But yeah, I get your point. But but the thing is, just because it's Busetich, if it was any other coach, I would definitely get rid of him because of the reasons you just mentioned, especially the toxic part. But Busetich could make him work. Busetich, not not any other coach. any manager. You're 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 hoping that he can can maybe have that magic touch and and you know revive him. You know why? I see Funes Mori. A lot of people make the mistake of trying to prepare him because of the amount of the goal, which is not the case. Funes Mori, you should co- compare him with Aldo Denis, mm. not Suazo. That's the type of player that he is. And he's much, so much, much better than Aldo. So if you get a guy that makes all the other shit and just get him the ball, out of nine, at least he's going to score twice or three times, right? That's the only thing. And that's how Busitich found in Aldo Enidis the best fit for Swasim. So me, I'm thinking maybe a little bit ahead, but I would expect for Maxi to do that job, to clean up everybody and then just, all right, for this money, just, just do what you do, right? Mm. The thing is that I don't know if that's going to help him either way with the fans. Mm -hmm. Because, as you mentioned, it is too toxic right now. I think that that if Funes Mori does another 2019, when he was a big part of the final against America, a big fucking part of that title, then yes, a lot of people are going to say, oh, oh, you know what, let's just keep him. Because that's the way people are. They just want him to work, right? To, 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 to be able to do what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I would just have him as a, let's say, as a, 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 a internship <laughs> yeah. like that. for this season. If it doesn't work in this season, even though you're trying to do a, a, a cleanup of, of players. If it doesn't work in this season, I would definitely get rid of him. Yeah. Right? That's it. I mean, if he scores five, six goals from here on out, and let's just think all UPUP, let's go all UPUP all the way. Let's say that we're champions and Funis Mori scores on both games. Keep him, bro. That's it. Keep him. If it doesn't do it, even though we win a championship, goodbye. That's it. Yeah. But 
I'm not gonna be able to save them or, or whatever. Thank you for all the memories. Thank you for everything you did. All right, it's time for us to part ways and yeah. And I'm hoping the club, like the, the thing with this club, another issue with this club is that they never find the right moment where it's time to part ways with the player. Like surprisingly, they got it right with Leonel Vagnoni and Marcelo Barovero. Like, I mean, they replaced the replacements <laughs> yeah. weren't. I mean, Vegas was a good replacement for Vagnoni, even though we finally realized he's not a left back. But like you know, like it took us maybe uh you know a stopgap with Hugo Zales, but you finally found the right replacement for him, you know, for Marovero, what I'm saying, you know. So it's like, you know, you they they got those right, but then you also got the times where they got it wrong with like holding on to a player for too long. And I think just with Funes Mori, it's, I think you need to bring in another striker. I I and I'll be honest, I'd stay away from an Argentine just because you know you, you have that. I mean, I would not not to you know, skate, you know, not to brush everybody with the same, but I think people maybe need a break from an Argentine striker. Um, but it's just, it's if he doesn't figure it out, it's just going to get more toxic and hopefully Wusitich can, can make him turn around because like we said, and you said, like, um, I want the club to succeed. I'm, I don't, I'm not a self-centered asshole where it's like, okay, I want him to fail just because it proves me right. You know, that's just fucking stupid. But, um, you know, it is what it is there. Uh, I, we went a little bit longer because we had some tech issues, but um, Rompas, anything else you need to add um, before we go? Because I know we'll come back when something major happens, but but anything else you maybe want to touch on before uh, we get on out of here? Yeah, I, I wanted to, 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 to make you say the starting 11 now. For oh, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me, give me, what's the, what do you think is going to be starting 11? Well, I think that it's going to play it safe. Like he's not do he's not doing major changes obviously this game against America but I think he's gonna end up playing like this Andrada obviously Andrada uh, Medina on the right side Montes Moreno Vegas and Gallardo I mean Aguirre on the left side that's the 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 the, the defense then Ortiz in Romo and uh, um, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Well, I'm gonna go to say and Maxi Mesa Funes Mori. And I think that he's gonna use Gallardo as a not not a not a left wing, but helping more on the on the recoup of the wall. A lot more than on the offensive side. Mm -hmm. I think that it, 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 that uh, that's the way he's gonna end up playing for this Saturday. I think that he's gonna do mm -hmm. the obvious. The, the 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 guys who have been playing, and uh, his favorite substitution is gonna be Alvarado, mm -hmm. even before Jansen, because he already did that with Madrigal. He already did that with Carreño. You already did that. We kind of touched on a little bit uh, before I wanted to go. Like, who who do you think is going to be one player that maybe isn't playing that well that's going to get elevated because he's there? And we, we saw with Aguirre, you had Maxi Mesa, you had uh, Ponchito Gonzalez. And then who do you think is going to be one player that kind of goes down, you know, because, you know, uh, he's there? Like, can you, I, I don't know if you want to go with um, Alvarado, but who, who do you think are gonna, is going to be one player that kind of elevates his game uh, after, after, you know, after, after he now that he's hired, who do you think is gonna be one player that's gonna his form is gonna drop? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch Gallardo from my lineup. 
and add this guy who's gonna be a beast with Busetich, Rodolfo Pizarro. He he's a guy who who's gonna fit perfect for what Busetich does, and he has the the the, the skill set to do so. So I think that Pizarro is gonna be that guy for for Busetich when it comes to players who are not playing well, right? Maxi obviously, but but yeah, Pizarro. I'm gonna go with Pizarro, and uh, again, keep an eye on Alvarado now with Busetich. He's gonna have more chances, and uh, he, as you said, he's not built for the striker striker position. But I wouldn't be surprised if he makes him play alongside Funes Mori a little bit closer to the to the net than what Aguirre was doing. Aguirre was trying to have him like a, a left wing or right wing, whatever the fuck he he imagined that. But Alvarado, if you have him closer to the net, he's kind of like uh not kind of, but he's a, a good striker, so he could end up being that substitution that makes a difference. Just speaking on how the first danger went, obviously, right? I'm trying to compare what Busitich did back then with a few players to what we have now and what he could do, right? Maybe there's a guy we haven't seen also, right? Like, I don't know, uh, Chucho de la Rosa, I don't know, whatever on the, on the on the youngsters that could go there. But at the moment, with what we have seen, I think that Pizarro is going to be much much better, and uh, I think that Alvarado is going to get a lot more chances. Who do you think is going to drop? Who do you think is going to just suffer and, and lose form? Uh, Sebastián Vegas. I, I see Sebastián Vegas and Gallardo. I see them uh, like they're not here in their heads. Like mm-hmm. you watch them week in and week out, and especially those two guys, you 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 don't. I I don't reconcile why they are playing the way they're playing, especially in 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 particular parts of, of each game against San Luis, for instance, Sebastián Vega was trying to get expelled, bro. You could read that from the jump. Like, he was kicking everybody just to kick him, bro. He <laughs> was like, oh, they're, they're, they're dribbling me and they're going away on a good shot. No, bro. It was like, he, he did an elbow shit against León. It wasn't necessary, bro. And then he he got a yellow card for that. And then you, you would think he would stop. No, he, he was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to kick somebody on the head. And mm-hmm. I'm going to kick him. Bro, he's just out of it. I would bench him for a while. That's why I the, the lineup yeah, that, to me To be honest, he, he is like, I guess if you had like a hot take, um, I, I would listen to offers on him. And, you know, if a Brazilian club offers you a good amount, or if a European club offers you, you know, more, I think they pay only, only pay like four million bucks, if I'm not mistaken, you know. So it's like if somebody gives you more than four than what you invested, 
I would take him, you know, and that's the thing with Monterrey. Monterrey doesn't like to sell, or I don't know what the hell is their reason for not selling, you know, and then you end up play with players who are in a comfort zone, and it's just like, okay, like, you know, and it just becomes an even more bigger problem that you're unable to sell them off when, when the timing is right. Uh, Rompas, let's wrap it up here. Um, that, wait, wait, go wait, ahead. wait, wait, wait. That's go ahead. Uh, but really quick, I'm going to make it really quick. It's not in our DNA to have players to sell. That's not what Monterrey has done in the last 75 years. So that's why it's really difficult for them to see it. Uh, yeah, but it's just it's, like, like, I think, I think it's just, you want to get players like stop being in a comfort zone. It's like you hold on to them, even though, you know, you can, you, you, even if I can see, like, if I'm a, I'm not a scout, you know, if I can see that this player is just form continues to drop week in and week out and season and season out, and if a, you know, if a Turkish club, here, here's five, six million for, for the player, let's get him out of here, because if, if, if we don't get him out of here now, it's just his form is going to keep dropping, and then his contract is just going to be too big that no club is going to want it, you know, so it's like somebody's offering you an exit out of a bad contract or a player that continues to drop. And and you you have a you know a safety net or you know not a safe but like you know a, you know an emergency you know uh, I just don't see why they never take it and then you end up with really bad players and bad contracts and it's just like man we can't get rid of them anymore um, I yeah. just feel like you got you they they you know it's just I don't understand why you know for a Latin American team or a Latin American club I don't think you should be holding on to players for like seven years like they have like one is more I think. Yeah. Uh, four years is a good amount of time, and then after that, it's just like it depends on the player. Obviously, I think you know three, four years is good enough, and then it depends on how the player is with the city, with the club. You know, th that's what happens. But to me, like if a, if it's a if it's a supporting player like Sebastian Vegas, he's not the star of the defense. After three years, somebody wants to offer me a good amount of money, I take it. Let's rotate. Let's keep going. Somebody else because people keep saying, "Oh, we have players in comfort zone." Why are you keeping players past? four years you know, and, and putting them on good salaries and it's just like you know it's, let, let, let's look at that there. that's how players end up in their comfort zone well they're not going to get rid of me i still got three years on my contract you know like you know if, if, if a european and you got some players being selective like if, if a european team sign up we're like i'm not going to go to get it out or something like that you know if it, so it's like if a team is offering you an exit i think you got to take the exit uh if, if i can see like the player is only going downwards you know Maybe he's, I don't know, like, if, he, if he's hit his comfort zone, then, you know, I, I would take that exit. I'm just, that's just my explanation to what you said. I don't know, I agree. I agree 100%. And uh, uh, I would just, to be fair with Vegas, we all thought that he was going to be the, like, the solution just because Ben, ben Kenny was... I mean, he's been day. good. He's been good. He's been good. But it's just, like, no, if you were expecting him to be the anchor of the defense... Yeah, uh, he's not going to be that. He, he has not going to be that. And he had that potential, but it's just, I don't know. And I don't want to, like, point out his personal life. Like, I just, I just, I'm not that type of fan. I think athletes are, if you're a good athlete and you have respect for your, for your craft, you can balance yeah. out your life and your professional life. It's like with any other job. It's like, you know, except this life is just more prominent, you know? So, but, you know, it's just, I don't like, I don't like diving into people's personal life. Like, you know, you can, you know, like. At the end of the day, know. you know, if he's not if he's not that, he's not that. It happens in Europe. It happens everywhere. You know, they buy a player, he he's okay, but he's not what they expected or what they projected him to be, and that happens. You know, uh, but like I said, it, 
if 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 a team offers me if offers them something this summer, I I would listen. Like I'm not pushing them out the door, but if somebody offers you more or at least what you you with your initial investment, I would take it and just hopefully you know just to avoid a player getting deep into his comfort zone. And and to be fair, again, it's not only Vegas. I would listen and if it was Medina, yeah. if yeah, I would know. No, same same situation. Like if it's Montes, I would listen to him. If it's Medina, I would listen to him. And pretty much, we listed the three players that we we would like to build this team, and everybody else is up for if up for if, if they give you a good offer. If, if somebody gives you four million for Medina, I take it. Somebody gives you five to six seven million for Montes, I take it. Somebody offers you four to six seven million for Montes, I take it. And just it's just because this, this team needs to be rebuilt. It just needs a new new voices, new leaders, new core. It just seems it's just some of these players are just run their courses and like I said for a Latin American club I think three maybe four years of, of a of a of a group is more than enough and then you after that you just make adjustments uh, you know that's just my opinion that's just the way I see it um, you know but but yeah that's just that's that's when it comes to that Scott uh, Rompas anything else you want to add Yeah as always shout out to all my rompistas um. Really struggling to get to 18k, but all right. <laughs> uh, shout <laughs> you out need to, to them. be active again. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is it's really hard. But the fun part is that, for instance, yesterday evening, I don't know if you noticed it, but I just did it, ha 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 ha, and I got a lot of fucking guys from theaters. Like, I didn't mention Tigres. I didn't say anything about the result. I didn't say nothing. I just literally tweeted, ha, 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 and I got a lot of... Uh, it just made me feel like, all oh, right, I, I miss this sometimes. It's really fun to poke at them. But, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's hard, as, as we have talked off air, because of what I'm doing. But I'm trying to, 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 to balance... The shit, so I can be there again. Uh, but big shout out to, to 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 everybody, all all the listeners. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, big shout out to to Pat, whatever he might be in <laughs> whatever he might be doing. Uh, he's always uh, in our hearts and in our thoughts, the big guy. So yeah. that 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 would be be it. <laughs> uh so um yeah um you know we went close it should hold everybody good for for whenever news breaks whether it's later on in the season or whatever happens but um we'll see you know we we there's a lot of games left um but they gotta start winning uh these games and then there's there's the future which is unclear right now what the hell is going to happen with this club but um you know we'll be there supporting it but um for for rompas Samedi. Thanks for listening.